Wow, I got a great word for you guys today, and it just blessed me. Are you hungry? Hungry for God's word today? All right, well, uh, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this time to uh, study, to hear, and we know faith comes from hearing about the word of Christ. So, Lord, as we listen today, help us not to be passive listeners, but proactive listeners. Uh, grabbing onto the word. Yan salita mo, siya ang pangahawakan ko. And because of that word, my faith is coming. Faith is coming, increasing. And as faith increases, so does all blessings that are in Christ. Salamat, O Jesus, for you have already purchased an entire package of salvation benefits for us. And our, 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 our mission, Lord, is to honor you and deliver all of these benefits. In Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. Alam mo, sa mga movies, pag mayroong gira, and then yung isang side will wave the white flag. Anong ibig sabihin? Surrender. Ang white flag ay international uh, symbol ng surrender. Pag suko sa definition sa Webster, sabi niya, it's the, the act of giving of oneself into the power of another person or thing. So it's parang it's giving in or giving up oneself or your possessions, your power. Parang gini, gini give over. You give up your claim to it. You abandon or yield or forego yourself. Another definition is to cease resistance. Get it? Cease resistance against someone and submit to their authority. Diba? Pag, pag uh, yung sa, sa gera, pag yung sila Iran, for example, you know, pag talagang binomba ng mga uh, military powers ng U.S., eventually they will have to just say, okay, stop na, stop na, give up na kami, surrender. Now, in our minds, we tend to think, mostly, pag sinabi niyong surrender, even sa basketball game, you know, pag talagang matatangkad yung kalaban mo, ay, suko na, wala na, wala nang laban dito. In our mind, we tend to think surrender is means to be defeated by the opposing team. So parang feeling na, eh, talo ako eh. So hindi maganda, masama yan. But when it comes to surrender to God, listen, when I say surrender to God, you don't lose, you win. Bakit? Because God is for you, not against you. You and God, ay hindi magkalaban, you're on the same team. So hindi masama na mag, you know, uh, sumuko sa Diyos. And our Christian journey, lahat tayo ay nasa isang, you know, paglalakbay through this life, and it begins when, what we say, win souls. Pag sinabi niya, win souls, ibig sabihin, yung, yung ating soul ay na-won over. Sumuko tayo sa Panginoon Jesus bilang ating tagapagligtas. At siya na ang, magmula ngayon, siya na ang Panginoon ng buhay natin. Siya magmamanage. And minsan, sa, sa mga cell group leaders, sasabihin nila, oh, may cell group kami, tapos nakapag-invite kami ng uh, ilan, at nawon kami ng five souls to Christ. Ibig sabihin, tumanggap na ang lima kay Jesus bilang ta- kanilang tagapagligtas. Pag sinabi na one, we won souls, sa totoo lang, hindi yung 
cell group, yung mga members ang nag-win. Ang nag-win, yung tumanggap kay Jesus. Sila, yun ang, yung tunay na kahulugan ng win souls. The five people na tumanggap kay Jesus, sila yung nanalo. And we just celebrate, you know, and, and cheer for you when you receive Christ. Because you won. Pag sumuko ka sa Panginoon, you don't lose, you win. Because you're not on a separate team. God is on your side. And this, yung pagsusuko sa Panginoon Jesus, ito ay nangyayari all over the city every day. Hindi mo alam, but there are so many, hundreds of disciples na nagsishare ng salita ng Diyos through homes, sa cell groups, at schools, office, sa mga restaurants, hospitals, kung saan-saan. And ito ang katawagan ng Diyos sa bawat isa sa atin. To win souls and make disciples. Ibig sabihin, win souls, na you help people to win a connection to God. You help people to find their way back to God. And, you know, ang destiny natin is, yung nga, helping people maranasan ang benefits of God. In order na matutupad ang destiny mo, ang, ang katawagan ng Diyos sa buhay mo, you need to have a connection to church. A connection. Hindi ma-fulfill mo ang destiny mo or ang katawagan ng Diyos sa'yo if you're not connected to a church. Hindi, kasi this is not a solo sport. This is a team mission. A team mission. Sabi ni Jesus, I'll make you fishers of men. That was not with a fishing pole. It was a team with a net. And the second thing we have to have is a surrendered life to God. Surrender. Sabi mo, surrender. Sa pagsuko. We all must surrender. There comes a time sa buhay natin, bawat isa, ang lahat ng Kristiyano, na ayaw ko kung recently lang or noon paman, you receive Jesus. Na tinanggap mo si Jesus bilang tagapagligtas. What happened was, siguro sa panahon na yan, if you still remember, punong-puno ng kasalanan, guilt, na nakaraon ka ng parang end of your own efforts. At sinabi mo, Lord, hindi ko kayang iligtas ang aking sarili. Kailangan kita. Eh, si, hindi ka maaaring tatanggapin si Jesus kung hindi mo siya kailangan. Logical ba? Kaya doon tayo, and I was 15 years old. I don't know kung ilan taong ka na nang tinanggap mo si Jesus, but I, I, I surrendered. Sabi ko, Lord Jesus, I need you. Bilang tagapagligtas, pinapasok kita at tinatanggap kita and take all of me. Iligtas mo ako. I give you my heart. But I give you my all. And one of the symbol, uh, isang napaka-beautiful na symbols of this is the water baptism. Na kung saan na uh, pinaportray, uh, pinapakita na I am going into the water. Si Jesus pumunta sa literal na libingan. Pero sa atin, buti na lang hindi literal, kundi too big na masarap. So pasok tayo sa water and we say, as far as I'm concerned, Patay na ako sa aking kasalanan, sa aking nakaraan na pagkatao, and I am buried with Christ. 
Parang nakiki-ride on, nakikipag-join up ako sa kamatayan ni Jesus. And I go into the water as a dead man, surrendered to him. But I come back up as a living, resurrected uh, disciple na pus-pus sa buhay ni Jesus. Mismong buhay niya na ang buhay ko. Hindi na yung buhay ko lang na physical or mental or emotional. Kundi yung buhay ni Jesus in the spirit, siya ang nag, nagpapatakbo, siya nagbibigay ng tunay na buhay sa aking kalooban. But then, maliban sa ating kaligtasan, that event, that one day na tinanggap mo si Jesus, nagpabaptize ka, sumuko ka, sumuko ka sa, sa kanya, maliban doon, there are other times later on in our lives na kung saan God will also ask you to surrender, to lay down something specific. Oo, you know, I, Lord, I gave you my heart. All of me when I was 15 years old. But it's not, that's just the beginning. Now there's some specific things that I want you to lay down in the area of your finances. I want you to lay this down and, and give up these plans you had to become a professional basketball player. You know? Sino sa inyo hindi nakaraon yung mga dreams mo? You know, I wanted to be a NBA star or ganito. So, okay, Lord, I give you. I laid down this idea of having three wives. I, lay, I gave up this idea of, you know, becoming the president, you know, because I wanted to ride in the Air Force One. Or may mga ganon. Now, maybe the Lord is saying, I want you to surrender this habit sa buhay mo. I want you to lay down yung attachment mo sa relationship na yan. I want you to surrender this in the area of how you spend your time. Pero I promise you, pangako ko sa inyo, each time you surrender to God, He takes you to a higher level of blessing and provision. Blessing and provision. So surrender is whatever, whatever you give up to God, you will not lose it. You will enjoy it more. You never lose out when you surrender to God because hindi kay magkalaban. He's on your side. He's, you will always, always, always makikinabang ka when you surrender. So there's a story, and dito ang ating uh, theme verses for today. Genesis chapter 22, verse 1 to 20, somewhere in there. And a shortcut na lang, but this says that sometime later, alam niyo yung story ni Abraham? Na matanda siya, wala pa siyang tagapagmana ng kanyang blessings. Pinagpala siya ng Diyos, and he was a man in a covenant with God. Special kasunduan nila ni God, and special relationship. Ang tawag ni God sa kanya, he's my friend. How would you like to be called a friend of God? Yeah, well, you are. You are a friend of God. And just like Abraham. Pero matagal na siya nag-wait to have his promised son. And sometimes, just like us, nauna siya kay God. He doesn't want to wait for God's will, God's way, and God's time. So, ginawa niya, nakabunti siya ng katulong. 
ang nasa isip niya, makakaroon talaga ako ng tagapagmana. Kaysa yung mga, kung sino-sino magmamana ng aking you know, blessings. So that was, maybe he's thinking this is the logical thing to do. Pero hindi yan ang sabi ni God. Hindi yan ang way ni God. And so, dahil sa kanyang mga mistake, doing matters with his own hands, his own way, hindi sumusunod sa perfect will ni God, eh, nagpatagal. Hindi nangyari yung pangako ng Diyos agad-agad. So he had to wait. It just, when you, when you don't obey God, it delays things. When you don't follow God's will, it, it makes it harder for you, not easier. So here, Abraham is now, he's a hundred years old, you know, and then he has the child, finally. And nung medyo nagbibinata na yung bata, si Isaac, it says in Genesis 22, sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Sabi ni God, take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, hindi si Ishmael, Isaac, whom you love so much. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering. And the next morning, early, <laughs> Abraham got up, took two of his servants with him and his son, Isaac, and set out for the place God had shown him. And on the third day of their journey, remember Jesus rose from the dead on the third day of his death? On the third day, sa isip ni Abraham, patay na si Isaac. Hindi, hindi pa siya patay, pero sa mind ni Abraham, my son is as good as dead. We're going to his death now. So sa, habang, on the third day of their journey, Abraham looked up and saw the place. Sabi niya sa mga kasama niya, stay here with the donkey. Abraham told the servants, the boy and I will worship there and then we will come right back. Although, mayroong intention na papatayan niya ang anak niya bilang offering sa Diyos. Pero sabi niya, somehow mayroon siyang enough faith to say, we will come right back. Isaac turned to Abraham and said, we have the fire and the wood, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? Sabi ni Abraham, God will provide. And Abraham built an altar, arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son, Isaac, laid him on top of the altar. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. But at that moment, the angel of the Lord. Now, anytime in the Old Testament, makikita mo yung terms niyan, angel of the Lord, is referring to Jesus Christ. Na hindi pa incarnate, hindi pa nakarating sa... So, the angel of the Lord, what did he do? He stopped him. Sabi niya, do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram, ram parang yung hayop na katula ng mga kambing, caught in its horns in a thicket. He took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named the place Yahweh Yaira. So that's like Jehovah Jaira, you know, which means the Lord will provide. And hanggang now, to this day, people still use that name as a proverb. 
as a pagkasabi na, na katutuhanan. Be, uh, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. You know where Jesus died? Where he was crucified? On a mountain. Mount Calvary, ang tao doon. On the mountain of the Lord. You know, this whole story is about Jesus. Isaac is you and me. Supposed to be, you know, the wages of sin is death. We're on our way. But the Ram of God, the Lamb of God, died in our place. And hanggang ngayon, people will say this proverb, on the mountain of the Lord. Kung saan namatay si Jesus on that cross, it will be accomplished. It is finished. It will be provided, the provision, the blessing, the breakthrough, the salvation is at the mountain of the Lord. And sabi niya, because you have obeyed me. Sinuko mo, sinorender mo, kahit na yung kaisa-isang anak. Because you have obeyed me and not withheld even your son, your only son. Just like God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, the Son. Sabi niya, you I swear, Sabini God, I swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants, and through your descendants, all nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Wow. Just a recap here God provides a sacrifice. Kapalit ni Isaac. There still had to be a death, still had to be bloodshed. But instead of Isaac, it was really Jesus there. It was really Jesus. But friends, each time we surrender to God, we never lose. But win. And God provides. God gives his best. With each call. Now, be aware. Something like warning dito. Every time... God called you to surrender something. The devil will start lying to us. Liar siya. He's going to lie. Sasabihin niya, you're going to lose something. Kung susuko ka sa Diyos, hindi ka mag-aasawa. Maranatili kang mahirap. Hindi ka magiging masaya. Hindi ka sumikat. Hindi magiging happy ang buhay mo. You'll never be fulfilled because God will take away everything. Pag sumuko ka sa Diyos, para kang nun, para kang uh, St. William the Hermit, na wala ka ng bahay, you know, nakapaa ka lagi, mahirap. You'll never have fun, you'll never have sex, you'll never have money. The devil wants to lie and the opposite is true. The opposite! <laughs> As soon as I surrender, I mean, yung number one valuable kay Abraham, yung kanyang anak, sinuko niya. As soon as he gave up Isaac, that's when the provision started coming. That's when, nandyan yung ram, nandyan na, na-activate na yung, yung next level na yaman ni Abraham, and tuloy-tuloy yung Blessing na transferred kay Isaac. Si Isaac na renewed ni God kay Isaac. Lalong yumaman si Isaac. Pati yung mga anak niya. And the whole covenant was established hanggang kay Jesus hanggang sa atin. 
You will not lose when you surrender to God. You will win and receive God's best. The devil will lie to you. But here's the good news. As soon as you see what God is doing. Give up everything in exchange for the Lord's provision. As soon as you can see, basta maiintindihan mo at nakikita mo, ito pala ang pagkilos ng Diyos sa buhay ko. Hindi siya laban sa akin. Para sa akin. He, he's, he's blessing me. Ito, itong ina-ask niya ako na isuko na. That must be something that's just in the pathway. Baka sagabal lang yan sa mas higit na blessing. Baka kailangan na itapon ko yung lumang sapatos bago ako makakatanggap ng bagong sapatos. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I need to pour out what's in my cup so I can receive the real good stuff from the Lord. Whenever you surrender to God, you do not lose. You enjoy it more. Surrender is the key to every blessing in life. Anong sinuko ni Abraham? His family? Siyempre, yung anak. Uh, I could just imagine, my son has just turned nine years old. And I can, I can hardly, I can imagine. Kung mayroong magsasabi na patayin mo ang anak mo. I will lose, you know, ang feeling ko, I will lose my family. Paano ko i-explain kay Bambi? Oh, Bambi, uh, saan si Bambi? Saan si Well, sit down. I need to explain something, you know. God called me to do something. Siyempre, how do you think that will affect? He, he, Abraham lost his. He would have. He would have lost his most important relationships. But he was willing to trust God that much, to obey, even if ito ay unpopular sa kanyang mga loved ones. Kahit anong consequence, he was willing to lay it down. And you know, Jesus said later on in Matthew chapter 16, verse 25, anyone, everyone who has given up or like surrendered, even houses, brothers, sisters, father, mother, or children, or property, for my sake, he will receive a hundred times as much in return, and he will inherit eternal life. Read my lips. God is a giver, not a taker. You better understand and have a high view of God. Kung sino talaga siya, hindi siya taker. He's a giver. God good, the devil bad. Nahintindihan natin. Na may mga tao na katulad ni Abraham mayaman, may kaya. Si Abraham, and you know, he was giving up yung kanyang financial security. Nung nagpasya si Abraham na he sacrificed si Isaac. That was the end. Kasi sino mag-aalaga sa kanya pag matanda na siya? Wala na siyang tagapagmana. He was giving up, kumbaga, yung kanyang retirement plan. He was, lose, he was gonna lose everything at ang katulong nila ang magmamana ng lahat ng yaman. He was a billionaire. Imagine, no one to carry on the business. No one to take care of him when he's, oh, he's already a hundred something years old. In the very next chapter, his wife dies. So Abraham was giving up his financial security. He was giving up his social status sa community. 
Y un respeto sa kanya. You know, he had all the respect. Kasi ito si Abraham at kanyang, you know, junior. Imagine, kung pinatay niya si Isaac, what kind of man would his reputation be? He would be known all around town as the man who killed his son. How do you explain that? He was giving up his future. Isaac meant everything to him. So friends, these are the things that Isaac was giving up. And the devil might be lying to you today. Masasabihin niya, sobrang kang talo kung isusuko mo lahat sa Diyos. Maging religious ka na lang, attender ka na lang, pero huwag kang sumuko ang mga personal na effects sa Diyos. Huwag kang magbigay sa Diyos ng susi ng puso. Huwag bigay sa Diyos ng, you know, uh, blank check o ang, ang karapatan na makialam sa finances, sa sexual or love life or sa future. Just keep God as distansya, amigo. But listen to me. The greatest threat sa ating relationship sa Diyos it's not the sins. Yeah, I know. We have all have... That's, that's something that we all have to... Siyempre, dapat magsisi tayo. We have to put aside sin because it, it, it hurts us. But remember, Jesus paid for our sins. So it's, it's, not the, it's not the hadlang, actually, in our relationship with God. Because Jesus removed it as far as the sin is from the... The east is from the west. He removed our sin. So the greatest threat or hadlang sa ating relationship sa Diyos oftentimes is not the sin but the blessings that He gave us. Imagine that. Yung blessing na binigyan ng Diyos, yun pa ang magiging hadlang. Yun pa ang magiging problem area kung bakit hindi ako mararanasan ng intimacy with God and next level benefits? Is it the wealth? Pinagpala ka ng Diyos with, with wealth. Yan ba ang naging sagabal? Talents. Maybe job success. Achievements. You know, yung influence. Yung intelligence. Social status. Personality. Itura. Good health. Strength. Charm, kung anong meron ka doon, posible ba yan ang nagiging threat sa relationship mo sa Diyos because sobra kang believe doon? Sobra kang umaasa doon at hindi na nagdidepend sa Diyos? Maybe, just maybe, ito ang nangyari kay Abraham. Kaya, ang naging threat sa relationship ni Abraham kay God, Isaac. Because before Isaac came along, tawad kay Abraham, friend of God. Abraham was just trusting in God, praying to God, seeking the will of God. And nung dumating na yung promise, andyan na yung promised child, okay. Oh, this is my son. Oh, I love my son with all of my heart. Uh-oh. Is it good to love your son? Oh, yeah. But he said, oh, I love my son with all my heart, my soul, my mind. My... To the point now, God's like, man, I want my friend back. I want the good old days when we talk all the time. I want the time when, when Abraham is just trusting on me, not on his bank savings. It seems like 
Isaac started to take the place of God sa buhay ni Abraham. And is it possible that sa atin, there's something that might be taking the place, competing with first place priority sa buhay natin o sa relationship natin sa Diyos. Maybe it's that career na yan ang number one. Mawawala ang lahat. Huwag lang yung aking trabaho. Maybe it's that business or that relationship na ang Diyos naka second place na kasi kailangan talaga na mahanap buhay. Kailangan ko siya. Hindi ko may susuko ito because doon nang gagaling yung aking purpose sa buhay. Yun ang nanggaga- doon nang gagaling yung aking self-worth, yung identity ko nandoon sa aking profession, yung aking security for the future. Doon! And is it possible that the blessing that God gave you ay ngayon naging weapon na ginagamit mo laban sa Kanya? Minsan nakikita ko sa Facebook yung mga atheists na ang grabing talino. Gagaling mga atheists na pos nakikipag-debate sa Christian pastor na uh, siyempre, mahusay sila. Ang dami nilang nabasa na books. Uh, you know, ibang klaseng logic nila. Nakapag-research na marami. Merong mag- magaling sila magsalita. And I'm just thinking, ito yung atheist na sinasabi niya, walang Diyos, walang, ang ganda na ng pagka-explain, palakpakan ng mga tao. Mahusay siya magsalita. Sabi ko, wow. Napaka-gifted ang tao nito. Pinagpala siya ng Diyos na ngayon, ginagamit niya yung pagpapala ng Diyos laban sa Kanya. Laban kay God. What was meant to be a, a brilliant mind and good speech to share the truth about Jesus, he turned it against the Lord. May mga ibang lalaki na grabe, nagsaserve, devoted sa Diyos, Hanggang they start earning money. Hanggang doon na, na medyo nababawasan na ang commitment sa Diyos. The career, the career starts to take higher priority than the Lord. May mga, minsan na, unemployed. Active sa church, pero unemployed. Laging nagpa-pray, laging nagtitiwala sa Diyos. Basta pray for a job. May ganitong interview ako. So, yan, yan. Sige, pag-pray natin. Grabe, Gusto ng Diyos na pagpalain ka. So, we pray, pray. Yan, yeah, nakaroon ng magandang trabaho. Hindi na bumalik sa church. May ganon. May mga babae na in love, na in love kay Jesus. Active. Nagpa-pray. Praying for a husband. And then, na in love, may boyfriend na hindi na masyadong in love kay Jesus. Kasi doon na, na in love. Is it possible na, and then, you know, that will not satisfy because yung lover na yan ay took the place of God, who's really the lover of our soul. Or maybe yung barkada na they make you feel accepted and loved, kung sila ang nauuna, more than God. And it will never provide and bless you. What provides and blesses us is when we surrender to God. So don't let the blessing be used against your relationship sa Diyos. Get that? Ulitin ko. Don't take the blessing or the, the good thing that God gave you and use it against Him. Surrender even the good things to the Lord. Sa Exodus chapter 34 verse 14, 
the Bible says you must not, you must worship no other gods. For the Lord is a God who is jealous about his relationship with you. Now, itong jealous, ito yung good type. Ang motive is love, not selfishness. Parang si Bambi, nung sinagot niya ako, niligawan ko si Bambi na last uh, uh, 2002, 2003, sinagot niya ako. And then, at that time, I think it was around Valentine's. Ay, may bumati sa kanya na iba. Ito yung dating ng, ng you know, before I came along, ito yung dating ng nalingligaw sa kanya. Pero hindi pa confirmed si Bambi sa kanya. Pero nung dumating ako, confirmed ako. So, nanalo ako. Pero nandun pa rin yung kanilang text communication. Now, it's already known na si Pastor Whiny, Winnie, Winnie, whatever, Winnie the Pooh, it's already known that this guy likes her. At meron siyang intention sa kanya. Valentine's pa, magte-text. So, nung sinabi ko kay Bambi, bakit ka nakikipag-text sa kanya? Oh, we're just friends. <laughs> Come on! You know, you heard that before, right? We're just friends. Yeah, yeah, friends, yeah, yeah, okay. Pero, listen, I ask her, in a nice way, I ask her, I think it will be healthier for our relationship if you give up that friendship. Now, you might not agree with me. Pero it was not because, I promise you this, it was not because I was insecure or selfish. It's because I wanted what was best for our relationship. And we made kasunduan on that day. Kung ano yung mga nakikipag-flirt sa akin, buburain ko. At kung ano yung mga may pag-asa pa kay Bambi, gagawin clear na I'm in a relationship na. Now you tell me, do you think that is healthy for our relationship? Is that the good kind of jealousy? I think so. I think God, and of course, God's motives always pure. I mean, what if hanggang ngayon, uh, you know, meron nakikipag-flirt sa kanya? Do you think I will be a good husband if I say, ay, wala lang yan, okay lang? No. Because we love, we ask for, you know, it's this. The, the good jealousy is not motivated by selfishness. It's intolerance to rivalry. It's intolerance. Anything that will rival your relationship with God, God will be jealous on that. And that's why from time to time in your life, you might come to a point, nasasabini God, I want you to lay it down. Sinabi niya ni Jesus, a rich young ruler, sabi niya, what can I do to have eternal life? Sabi ni Jesus, ito yung mga commands, alam mo niyan. Sabi niya, check. Pas, pasado ako sa lahat sabi ni Jesus isa pa isuko mo ang lahat ng yung inaari sell it all and give it to the poor follow me I'll take care of you I'll provide for your needs you'll have rewards both here on earth and in heaven but give it up first ay hindi niya kayang gawin mayaman siya ayaw niya isuko yung kanyang security the one thing very valuable sa kanya 
that rivaled, that, that was a competition, laban sa relationship niya kay Jesus, was that money. Tanong, ano ang maaring nakikipag-rival sa relationship mo sa Diyos? Think about it. What could be hindering? If it's a sin, of course, let it go. But madalas, it's not just a sin, but it could be a blessing. Okay? Now, what hinders us from surrendering? What keeps us from surrendering? Number one is fear. Fear of losing out. Fear of maybe failure. You know, what if may papagawa ng Diyos sa akin na hindi ko makamit, na magagawa? You know, I'm a sinner. What if I sin? Or maybe fear of criticism. Anong sasabihin ng mga tao? So, yung fear of losing out. Baka mawawalaan ako. Fear of failure. What if makakasala ako? Criticism. What will people think? Uh, the next one would be selfishness. It's just, I don't want to. Lord, wag naman makialam sa love life ko. Lord, nagbigay naman ako ng offerings. Wag makialam sa budget ko. May mga gusto kong gawin sa pera ko. Back off, God. Leave me alone. I'll give you naman. Just wait. I'll give you. Pag mayaman na ako, bibigay. You understand? Sometimes it's just, we're selfish. I want to do what I want to do with my own time, with my own decision. Diba? Or it could be pride. Kaya hindi tayo nagsusuko because of pride. I don't, I don't want na mawala ako ng face. could be rebellion, just old-fashioned rebellion. Because maybe you prayed before something from God, a favor, some kind of thing you wanted, at hindi natupad na yung gusto mo the way you want it. So nagtatampo at nagre-rebel ni kay God. Just like children sometimes rebel against their parents. Sino sa atin ay nararasan na mag-rebeldi sa Diyos? Hello. So, how do I surrender to God? Very quickly. It began with a conversation. Ito mahalaga yung Experiencing God book. Kaya tayo, most of the uh, disciples, most of the members of, of this church are working through this book called Experiencing God. If You, you cannot buy it kasi wala nang stock. But if you ask your cell group leader, they can help you get a copy of the audio book. You can download it. And then the PDF file, pwedeng i-download yan. And you can also go through that. Because the Experiencing God book is like a training on how to have meaningful conversation with God. Kung nice mo talaga na nagpapasya ka na, I want to surrender to God. Kasi gusto ko yung blessing and the provision. I want to do it God's way. Then you need to have a conversation. Just ask the Lord. It's a quiet time. May ballpen ka, may notebook. And you say, Lord, is there anything... I need na isuko sa iyo. Is there anything na nakakahadlang sa aking relationship sa iyo? And He will speak to you. Sulat mo kung ano yung mga thoughts that comes to mind. Write it down. He will speak to you about maybe a priority that you that you have. He get he gets a rank 
sa kanya. Or maybe a, a habit, relationships, something that you're doing with your physical body. Something you're doing with your time. How you manage your thought life. God will speak to you about something. Write it down. It begins there. At kung ano yung sasabihin niya sa'yo, don't delay. Gawin mo kaagad. Not partial, but fully. Remember, you will not lose. Surrender is the key to winning. Victory. Um, oh, I, I had so many stories. Minsan, mag-chat na lang tayo. Ang dami akong stories na I, I, I surrendered, you know. I, I chose to surrender yung aking will, yung aking desire. I wanted to be a chef cook. I wanted to work on the luxury cruise ship. You know, may mga pangarap din. Siyempre, sino mga walang pangarap eh. Have my own business and get on. And I surrendered that and chose to be a missionary. Pero akala ko, one and a half years ako mag-mission. So, yan. Lord, tapos na ako. Uh, nag-serve ako para sa'yo. Ngayon, pwede na ako naman. I don't know if you ever felt that. Nag-serve naman ako. Nagbigay naman ako. Pwede naman. It's my time to have fun. And, you know, I started uh, working back sa U.S. Na, nag, nag, may trabaho, schooling. I was earning good, have jobs. And that's the time I heard the voice of the Lord sa, sa puso ko na go back to the Philippines again. But this time, not for one to two years. This time, mm, indefinite. Until I say so. Oh, man. You know, the first time God called me to do a mission trip, is, it was a big decision. But I was able to do it because bawat buwan, parang minus one, minus one. You know, I'm counting. May calendar eh. Pwede mong ito yung flight ko. But this next time, God was calling me for a different kind of mission trip. No ending. Open. But Lord, for how long? I'll tell you later. Huh? Sell everything you have. Huh? Pati yung sasakyan ko, bibinta ko, everything. Wow, started selling things. There's so many times I could tell you about surrender. And every time sumuko ako sa Diyos, I always gained the blessing, the provision, the favor, the joy, the fun, the relationships. You know, kahit na may, at first na may nag-oppose yung family. No, no, stay here. You, you can do mission work. Maraming Pilipino sa U.S. Maraming mga oppositions. But still, the voice of the Lord has to be number one in your life. And you know what? After it's all finished, hindi naman ako nawala. Hindi naman ako nawalaan ng, ng relationships, ng family. The more naging intimate kami. Kahit na lumayo ako, the more God has blessed me with great great, great favor. And so many more. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Paul says, Hindi na ako ang nabubuhay. Si Christ na ang nabubuhay sa akin. At nabubuhay ako ngayon sa nagtitiwala sa anak ng Diyos. Minahal niya ako at binigay niya ako ang buhay niya para sa akin. Sabi niya, hindi na ako. I'm crucified with Christ. At yung buhay na ngayon is actually a better, it's an upgrade. It's the life of Christ in me. So it begins with a conversation. The next thing, trust that God knows what's best and wants what's best for you. 
just you, you got to have some trust in his character. He knows what's best. He wants what's best for you. Nung Gulf War, may mga Iraqi soldiers. Kasi talagang ang U.S., bomba ng bomba, ano, lahat ng mga roads, yung supply channels, lahat ng mga Iraqi, sila Saddam Hussein. Diba, very strategic yung pag-invade uh, uh, or yung pag, uh, what do you call it, rescue ang, ang Kuwait from, from Iraq. And so, the soldiers ng Iraq na lumalaban sa U.S., wala na silang pagkain. Wala na silang shelter. Wala, nag, nagtatago sila. Siyempre may weapons sila, pero limited yung supplies. Walang tubig. It's desert. All of this. Eventually, hanggang sa talagang na-beat down ng lahat ng mga forces ng Iraqi, may mga Iraqi soldiers nagsusuko sa cameraman. Hindi sa kapwa, hindi sa kabilang uh, generals, but they're just surrendering even sa neutral na reporters. Imagine, hindi naman, sabi ng reporters, ba't ka sumuko sa amin? Ano na kami? Nagre-report lang kami, mga writers lang kami, freelance writers. Pero sumusuko sila, help us, you know. We, we, parang they were giving up. Why? Because to keep fighting, to keep resisting, was just making their life more miserable. It was not the best for them to keep their loyalty to Saddam Hussein. It was not the best for their life to keep fighting against the inevitable defeat. Friends, God knows what's best. It will not go well for you to keep resisting Him. Whatever it is that He asks of you, if you just could see His love for you, kumakita mo lang how much he cares about you. How much He values you. By the way, nung sumuko yung mga Iraqis, agad-agad binigyan sila ng chocolates, cheese. Alam mo, mababait naman yung mga allied forces. Nagbigay sila ng tubig, ng uh, soup and everything. And tuwang-tuwang nga sila. They were actually not in favor all along with their government. And you will find that when you surrender to the Lord, Hindi pala yung sinuko mo. Hindi pala yan ang nakakapag-satisfy ng soul mo. When you surrender to the Lord, you do not lose out. You win. And mapapasayo ang iyong tunay na nais mo noon pa man. Noon pa. Yung, yung noon pa na gusto mo, yan ang mararanasan mo. So friends, today I want you to surrender anything that the Lord says to you. Offer up your Isaac to God. Ano naman ang Isaac mo? Your Isaac is the thing that maybe is a blessing from the Lord. Maybe ito yung, uh, you know, the thing or the person or the career or whatever it is that you are trusting in so much. That you're loving so much. You want it so much. Na hindi, you cannot part with it. Offer up to God whatever is your Isaac. And you will see you don't lose but God will increase it and take your blessing to another level. It's when we empty our lives, that's when we really get filled. Sabi ni Jesus in Matthew 16:25, ang gusto magligtas ng sarili niyang buhay, ang siyang mawawalaan nito. Pero kung mawala ang buhay niya alang-alang sa akin, maliligtas niya ito. If you're a believer in Christ, you are not 
He's not, you're not against God. Your heart wants everything he wants. The devil just lied to you that you, you're going to lose out. You, you, you're going to fail. You'll be criticized. But I tell you, when you surrender to the Lord, you will win so much more at another level. And you'll never be sorry And you'll never be the same again. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for being such a good God, such a good Father. Lord, and we laid down our lives, everything, into your hands. Because we trust you in character. You're for us. You love us so much. And just like Eve, Adam, with so many trees. There's so much you've already given to us. We don't need that one. The devil is lying about. Na ito ang masasatisfy. Lord, whatever it is na nakakakumpete, nakakahadlang sa aming relationship with you, Lord, right now, just give us the strength to, to, to lay it down, to let go of our tight grip, our strong hold on whatever that is. Trusting that you will do what's right. You know what's best and you want what's best for us. Thank you, Lord, for bringing our Isaac to a resurrection. You bring Isaac back to life through a substitution of provision of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we receive his provision, his salvation and blessings. Amen and amen. All right. God bless you.